0: The Broken Twig Podcast with your hosts, Nobes and Hursty. Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Broken Twig Podcast, hopefully the first of many. And today, firstly, we will be talking about our playoff predictions. So firstly, let's start with in the West when we have the 8-seed Flames playing the 9-seed Jets.
1: Uh Well, personally, I think the Jets are going to take this series. I think the Flames don't have enough depth, and even though the Jets have no depth on defense, I think Hellebuck is the main reason why they pull this one out. I think it goes the full series, and I think it really depends on the goaltending of Hellebuck or if Johnny Goudreau and Sean Monahan play like themselves or how they played in the playoffs last year.
0: Yeah, well. You know, Hellebuck's been really good this year, so. And I feel like he'll be able to keep it up in the playoffs and stuff. So, yeah, I feel like the Jets win that series too, but. I'd say they probably win that in, like, four games. All right, next series we have the Canucks in the Wild.
1: Okay, well, I think this isn't really a close series, because the Canucks are just much better than the Wild, but what happens is if the Canucks win, they lose their first-round pick next year. So
0: there's no way they're tanking now. But like, yeah, like the Wild. Like, I Well, the thing with the Wild is, like, at the deadline, they were sellers and stuff. Like, they like you could tell that they did not expect to make the playoffs. But their team is just like not good enough to make it past the first round. So yeah, I'd say Canucks in like three, maybe Wild might be able to get like a game. But
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on the three games. I think Pedersen will have a large impact on this on the, in the playoffs. And I think part of his like future determining how good he is is gonna be how good he plays in the playoffs this year.
0: Yeah, well, he is one of the best young players. Like I already say, he's a maybe like a top ten center. So, All right. Well, next we have this is an interesting one. It's the Preds versus the Coyotes.
1: Okay. Well, for this one, it's it's hard. This could be a series that goes to five oh. games. Um, I like the Predators. They have like no star power on the offense they're like just a, a good built team to, to get points they're like good chemistry but this year their signings of Matt Shane hasn't really worked out and they have like older Kyle Turris who's not really doing much and I think if Arvidsson stays healthy he could have a big impact on the series for Nashville and help them win but on the other side of the of things he got Coyotes who might have who have Darcy Kemper back, and if he comes back like how he was playing in midseason form, then the Coyotes could easily win this series. But if he's not, if he comes back not ready, um, that could be bad for them potentially. And with Taylor Hall, they just it doesn't
0: it doesn't. Yeah, this right. chance to get a big like payday, you know his. Like he's a UFA, so if he can do well, like in the playoffs, if he can carry the Coyotes far, then he could. Then he could like earn like nine. He can get like a nine million aV contract, which would be big for. And I feel like would be an overpayment, but there are some teams that would give that to him.
1: So. Yeah, uh, like since since he's been picked, he hasn't really had the greatest season this year. Although he spent like a quarter of the season on the devils where he didn't have much help but then when he went to the coyotes it seemed that they got worse with the worst record and it just he he's got to play like taylor hall like the one that won the heart a few years ago
0: yeah well, if he can get like i think i'd say this is going to be a close series but i'd put the coyotes in 5
1: ooh wow i had the i had the preds in 5 I think if if you got Pecorine, playoff, let's see if Pecorine can turn on the Jets and Nashville, good, good defensive depth. They made it to the finals a couple of years ago and their team isn't that different from them. So
0: yeah, a lot of players are older. It. Yeah. But in the playoffs, like as we've seen in the past few years, like a lot of the time, if it's a close series, it just comes down to goaltending. And based on this year, I'd say that the Coyotes have pretty big advantage in goaltending. Like, like I don't – like, no way that Columbus would have swept Tampa last year if Bobrovsky wasn't in that. Like, Bennington was so good for the Blues. So, I'd say mm-hmm. – Yes, you-
1: it's true because Pekka Rinne, he is old – he's older now and – I don't know if he's got it in him to pull something out of the hat and play really good games. Maybe UC Saros can help um, back him up.
0: Well, what do you think we should go
1: for? I think next we should go Oilers-Hawks. um uh,
0: well, so uh, well, we'll say, like, let's just say that the Coyotes win that series.
1: Okay. Sure.
0: Coyotes. Well, know the Oilers-Hawks is an interesting series. Like, I've seen a lot of people go either way. Like, hey, because the thing is, the Hawks, like, they have a team, like, they're experienced. You know, like, they've won a few cups. And also, at the start of the year, the uh, if you've noticed, the Blackhawks, like, the past few years, they've been really good at the start of the year. Because normally, at the start of the year, like, it's now, like, everyone's been arrested for so long, they kind of, like, forget how to play hockey, you know? So that's why I have to start in the year. You see a lot like, seven, six games and stuff, and those games are where the Blackhawks dominate. But the, on the other hand, like, the Oilers, like, they have McDavid, Dreissel, like, that's hard to beat. Like, Koskinen's been really good this year, so it's a tough series.
1: Yeah. um, I think it, it, it'll, like, for the Blackhawks, It all comes down to how Alex DeBrinket plays. He had a really good goal-scoring year last year, and this year had a bit of a down year. And I think if he can play, like, well and take charge in this series, he could be a really big X factor for the Blackhawks.
0: Yeah, that is true. Like, this year, he only had 45 points in 70 games, like, 18 goals, like, like, I, I was one of the people that, I, same with Dylan Strom. Like, before his year, I said Dylan Strom's gonna have, like, a really good year. Like, he's gonna he have, like, 75 points and stuff. And he's, like, um like, 38 points. Like, I know he missed a few games to injury, but I was kind of disappointed and stuff. But I don't know the drink out, like, when he comes out in this, he could be really good. But I'm just saying, like, the Oilers, like, they have, um, Nick. If like, Dreisel, I
1: think that they're, the, they're going to win this series. Oh, I'm going to also – I'm having to take another stance. I just think the Oilers rely too much on the power play. And if Chicago can limit their penalties or, like, Patrick Kane and Taves play like Kane and Tate and Crawford, play like playoff Crawford, then I think that the Blackhawks have a bit of advantage. But if McDavid and Dreisaitl play amazing like they've been playing all year and they get the power play opportunities, I think it, it probably could be Oilers in three or Oilers in four. But if the Blackhawks just – like have their star players play like their star players, they should be fine. Like they have a top ten penalty kill percentage in the league, so maybe that that will help them.
0: Yeah, because in that, like in the playoffs, there's like not as like you can't really rely on special teams and stuff. So that, but I don't know I just feel like the Oilers, like, and I feel like people always act. Like, the Oilers are just, like, McDavid and Jaisal and nobody else. But they've had, like, a lot of help. Like, cassian has been having a pretty underrated year, you know? Like, he's been doing pretty good and stuff and people aren't talking about. And, like, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, like, I feel like he's in a role that's more suited because he no longer has to be, like, the number two guy behind McDavid. Like, now he can just be, like, sort of, like, like I feel like that might, you know? like. Yeah. Sort sure, of like when Matt Duchesne was on Columbus last year, like he he was no, he no longer had to be the guy. Because on Ottawa, when, in that trade, the problem with it is that they expected him to be like the main guy in foreign stuff. That's not who he is. He's more of like a really good like third option that can just like sneak up and get – and you you just look – you think, oh, Matt Duchesne didn't really have like a, that good of a year. And you look at the stat page and it's like, oh, he had like 70 points, you know?
1: Yeah, well, another f- thing is, uh, is Chicago's defense and Cor- is Corey Crawford going to be good enough to be, like, saving uh, these pl- shots and stuff from McDavid and Dreisaitl because they have a very depleted defense, ECOR, and I don't know if that will help them much. They're going to need Corey Crawford to come up big or else they're going to – they're done early. And yeah. also – it it also depends on if Mike Smith or is gonna play like he played he has played in previous years in the playoffs or if Miko Koskinen steps it up.
0: Well, uh, Mike Smith, I don't think he's gonna play at all. Like he may play like one or two games if Koskinen's bad. But I feel like, like Koskinen he had a nine seventeen save percentage this year. Like, you you know, like this like previous years. Like, you could see a lot of his faults and stuff, but this year he's really improved and stuff. And I think that this year, like, he – like, low-key was one of the best goalies in the league. Like, I wouldn't vote for him for Vezina, but, yeah. That's why I'm going to say Oilers.
1: Okay, well, um, I think the – even though I go with the Blackhawks, I think the Oilers could still win it. So, we go with Oilers for this one. So they take it in...
0: I'd probably say four. like four
1: five. I'd say four or five, yeah.
0: Alright, next we have the Leafs versus the Blue Jackets. This is an interesting one. We're both Leafs fans, but like...
1: Yeah, so there may be a bit of bias here, but on the Columbus side of things, they're, they should be getting Seth Jones back. Which... Yeah. Really the- and, uh... They, they've had a lot of injuries this year. Same with the Leafs, and except their injuries, like they're more of a defensive team. They're more like a shutdown team. They don't score that much. And without uh, Duchesne, Panarin, uh, Bobrovsky, it'll be hard for them to pull another upset this year. But I think they can if they catch the Leafs uh, lacking on defense. And they just shut it down.
0: Yeah. Well, the other, well, the big X factor in the series, though, is going to be Freddie. Because, Fred, like, he's had a lot of rest now. And something that non a lot of people talk about is that Freddie is living with Austin Matthews. It's like, in theory, Freddie should be getting shots from Matthews every day. Like, they should just be shooting on each other. Like, it doesn't matter if it's just road hockey, just getting some shots to stay warm. But the other thing is, like, at the start of the season, like, normally Freddie's not that good and stuff. So that could be another thing. But if Freddie's on in this game, like, he's been the past few seasons, then the Leafs could win this.
1: Yeah, I think with the goaltending, it's – with Columbus, you got Merslekins and Corpozalo. I think Merslekins might start this series because Corpozalo's been injured for a while. But Merslekins, he has really good games – and then he sometimes has really bad games. He's inconsistent, but he's still a rookie, so
0: Yeah, well, it's like I think it, like he didn't win a game until like December. And then after that he won like seven in a row, so you never yeah. but I just feel like they're like Columbus's goaltending is too unproven and I feel like the Leafs will probably take this series. Yeah, I
1: don't I think the Columbus is is young. They'll they'll have do better in the future when when you got Bemstrom, uh, who's who's got a very underrated defensive game, uh, Texier, another underrated player. In a few years, those guys will be like second, third, maybe even first line guys who will help them and be a big factor. Them they I just don't think they have enough offense, and the Leafs have a ton of offense. And it all depends if they can shut the Leafs down. And I just don't think they will be able to do that for a full series.
0: Yeah, so I guess we'll just have to say Leafs, but this will be a close one. i will probably be five. I think Leafs
1: in four.
0: Uh, and the Leafs have to make sure they can't get that game five because, you know, Leafs track record with do-or-die games.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not very good.
0: All right, well. Next, we have the Islanders panthers
1: Okay, well, for this series, I think the main focus is Bobrovsky. He had a really bad year, and at the end of the year, he basically lost his starter's job, and he finished the season with like an 897 save
0: percentage. Uh I'll see what his stats were, but I know that they are like really bad, and yeah, he struggled all year
1: and maybe it's Carolina's defense, but you can't really blame it all on them because they're not terrible. You got Yandel Eklad back there. They're going to need to step it up for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, Bobrovsky had an exactly, his safer center is exactly 900 and he has 3 two, 3 goals again. But his backup, Chris Dreiger, he played 12 games and he had an a 938 safe first engine and 2.05 poles against average. like that's really good so yeah so that just makes
1: it seem like it's more it's more Bobrovsky having a bad year not the people in front of him yeah and
0: the only it, thing is with the Florida Panthers like they're really bad at defense like if you've seen them play they're basically like the Leafs but worse but they're thing is that no one really cares because Florida doesn't have any fans, but, like, everyone just hates the Leafs. But the thing is, like, Florida is basically just, like, the Leafs, but worse. Like, they like, I don't know what they're doing at the trade deadline. Like, all of their trades that they did, like, they got the worst player, and they were trying to compete for the playoffs. Like, I just don't really yeah. think how Florida can connect any playoffs. Trading
1: Trocheck for, like, a rental kind of really confused me because I it, there, it's like they were going for the playoffs, but then they weren't going for the playoffs. And it's like a battle between the Leafs and Panthers to see who can miss the playoffs. Like they were trying to miss it or something. And yeah. I'm not sure. I think on the other side of things, Islanders, they're getting back Pelic, who's a main part of their decor. And I think uh, they have a really good shutdown system with Trotz.
0: Yeah, seen before that, that system works really well in the playoffs.
1: Then. Yeah, but but the only problem is I just I don't I don't. There's something about the Pan uh, the Islanders. I just don't trust. I don't trust Semyon Varlamov in the playoffs. Like thirty, is he's, he's old. He's yeah. not good anymore. This season he had a good year because of their system. And I just don't think he's going to be able to keep it up for much long. Maybe he gets – he can win them a series or a few games, but he's going to run out of gas.
0: Well, I still see – like I just don't see an, a way in which Florida can win a series. So I think that like these both teams, they're teams that I feel like if they're in any other series, I just have them getting knocked off. And I feel like I'd have to say that the Islanders will win in this one.
1: Yeah. Probably. I mean, if if they can just keep it, not let them Florida score, and if Bobrovsky struggles, it's it's an easy series. But if Bobrovsky plays like last year Bobrovsky, or how he used to be, I think they could win. Florida could turn this turn this around and win it in three or four.
0: Yeah. but...
1: but. but if, if not, and in most other situations, I think it's, it's going to be Islanders in five.
0: Yeah, that's, that's who I put too. Well, now next we have the Canes versus the Rangers.
1: Okay, so for this one, a lot of people are saying the Rangers are, are going to take it because the Rangers did better in the regular season versus Carolina. But I don't think that – like, it matters a bit. But not that much. Playoff hockey is a totally different breed. And we saw what Carolina did last year when no one expected they got to the conference finals. They swept Washington, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they have a really strong team. They have one of the top defenses in the league. And they improved that more getting Shea and Vatnin at the deadline. And um, I think it was. Svechnikov, he's still young. Same with Aho and Teravainen and, and Nick Hess. But those guys are good offensively. And I think if they they can they can win the series for Carolina if they got their goaltending fixed. Like they need uh Mrazik to at least play decent enough that the defense can handle much of the work and just prevent as much shots as possible on him, like they did against the Leafs when Ayers was in net. And David,
0: uh, I, That's who Carolina should get to start. He'll win them the series. David Ayers to Pervezna. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Um, but with the Rangers, people, me personally, I don't think Zibanejad is as good as advertised. Even though, yes, he had a good year last year, and then he had another great year this year. I think most of his success this year is attributed to Panarin. And I no, think...
0: I, didn't they play... Uh, well, yeah, that's true. But he also was pretty good. Like I think he played away from Panarin for part in the season.
1: Yeah, I think they split them up when they were like... Anyways, yeah, I I just... I think Panarin, Panarin is going to need to carry them into the next series. I don't think Georgiev or Shosturkin uh, is they're, – they're too young and inexperienced well, in the
0: class. Well, I you mean, know what could happen? Like, Lungus could just go beast mode trying to get, like, a cup and stuff. Just, like, take over the starting job and be amazing. Like, yeah. But the thing was, like, I thought that if – like the season had continued as normal that the Rangers would have made the playoffs. Like they were really good in the last like yeah, they, they were they like, were a
1: huge hot streak going to the end of the season. So I, yeah, I don't like know. they were
0: I thought that, but yeah, you brought a lot of good points, but like Carolina, like people are acting like Carolina's like so bad and stuff. But like they really have like since Nashville's tried to improve their offense, trading away a bunch of their defense. I'd say Carolina probably has the best decor in the league. They also have a lot of really good offensive weapons. Like, that's true. Like, I, I'd i probably say now that Carolina can win that series in five, but it'll be a close one.
1: Yeah, I think they'll take it in five. And everything's good unless Mrazic gets hurt. And then if, they, if Mrazic gets hurt, I do not trust Alex Njelkovic in net in the playoffs, especially with his showing after Reimer and uh, Mrazik got injured. I don't see any way they win even a game with him in net. Yeah. But aside from that, I think Carolina takes the series.
0: Yeah, but this could be a close one because I've just been going like either way about it. And it- but you've seen before, like, like how upsets can happen. So that, like, an upset could easily happen. Like, a lot of these series are really close. Like, like very easily, the, uh, like, the other team can win. So next we have, this has been interesting, on Penguins versus the Habs.
1: Okay, well, for me, I think this, this is an easy one. People, look, Price is a great goalie, but people are – Overrating how he's, he can do. He, he hasn't been, does, done anything in the playoffs. That was like four years ago. And I, he's not as good anymore. And I don't think he's good enough to be able to carry Montreal to win a series. He's going to have to give up one or two at most goals per game, or I don't see Montreal winning.
0: Yeah, he'll have to, to be like Dominic Hashtag. Exactly.
1: Montreal doesn't have, like, a a good, like, main score, like a sniper or someone with, like, a really good shot who can, like, be a a big game changer. Yes, they have Gallagher, but he's more of a guy who stands in front of the net and gets, like, the garbage rules and stuff. I think maybe Price can win them one game. But aside from that, I think Pittsburgh is going to take this series – and they're gonna get by with ease.
0: Yeah, like they'll win like three games. That's the last. Right. Well now we're on to the to the actual first round where we have Wait, I, no,
1: first we have to do the seeding.
0: Yeah, well I already wrote down the seeding. but the thing is that all of the top seeds in the East made it. So you know, Tor if if this does happen, Toronto will still have to play Boston. And I'm not so excited when they announced they're gonna reseed it. I was like, oh yeah, the least most likely wanna play Boston, but in the way that we did it they will too anyway, so honestly. Well, unless,
1: sp- unless in the round Robin Boston doesn't come first, yeah, but I see Boston coming first.
0: Yeah, well just like for the round round we we'll just like pretend that all the teams just like kept their seeding and stuff. Yeah. But now in the West, we, the first series we will have the um, um the coyotes are
1: playing the blues yeah okay well so coyotes against blues i think easy that's easy series i think the blues will easily take this in four uh like there's nothing really else to say for me i just i i don't know like the blues have a really good team. They have basically the same team as last year, and I see them getting. Anthony
0: get here and Seiko back. Like he's the he's probably one of their best forwards, and he was out for the entire year, and they still dominated. And like yeah,
1: um, the Coyotes they I barely got by. They barely will get by Nashville, and I don't think they stand a chance against St. Louis. I think it's an easy three zero series win. But if it's seven games, I think it's a 4-0 sweep.
0: Yeah, it is seven games. It's going
1: to be seven games.
0: So, yeah. The 4-0 sweep. Next, we have the Jets against the Avalanche.
1: Okay. Well, for this one, Jets Um, the Avs are getting some of their players back, which is really good. They've been injured all year. They have the most man games injured, like top three out of every team, and it was their their star players that were injured.
0: Yeah, Avalanche. Like I feel like like Avalanche. They're one of the top. Like I see the Avalanche winning this. The Jets. Like Hellebuck was really good this entire year. Like best goalie in the entire league this year. I just
1: don't see how he can carry that team past avalanche. I say avalanche win it, but probably in like five or six. Yeah, um this for yeah, for me, I think the same thing. And I think a part of the avalanche that people don't really talk about is their goaltending. Their their goaltending was very good this year. Grubauer had a great year and Franceuse had a great year. And they have they have good goaltending and with with their players back and they still have Nathan McKinnon who I think is a top three player in the league and I think he should have won the heart this should win the heart
0: this year. Yeah. Well yeah, like Frank Hughes this year, he had better numbers than Grubauer. and he's supposed to be the backup like uh, like yeah, like and like a few years ago when Grubauer was still on the Capitals. I said that Grubauer in a few years is going to be one of the top goalies in the league. I was right. Like, I'd say he's one of the top goalies in the league. Like, I know that, like, Nash, I mean, I know, you know, like, some of the other, the the Avalanche are, like, really good and stuff, but he's still, like, been really good. So, yeah, I'd say that the Avalanche win this series.
1: Yeah, Avalanche in six, I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. All right, well, next. We have the
1: Canucks against Vegas. Okay, well, for me, this one is uh, easy. I don't know if other people are going to say it's easy, but I think the Canucks are like the Leafs of two years ago. They're kind of similar. They have lots of young talent.
0: Just coming off
1: with Pedersen and the Leafs had Matthews and they have a, a very solid goalie in Jacob Markstrom and they have their defense is pretty good except they have a lot of bad contracts on the third and fourth line that are eating up their caps. So they've got like a weak, weak third and fourth line. It's not that great, but they're also very young and inexperienced.
0: Yeah. But, I just feel like Vancouver can win it. Like, yeah, on their team, like, play here, here, are, like, players that are like, Louis Erickson, 6 million, like, Brandon yeah. Fitter, like, 4.3, Tanner Pearson, 3.7, like, Jay Beagle, like, 3 million, stuff. Like, those are some, and also Pedersen, like, in a few years, he'll become an RFA and stuff. And also, like, well, in the defense, the contracts are a bit better. So, so.
1: Yeah, like, people talk about all the Leafs' bad contract. Leafs' bad contract, they say. Like, having Matthews at 10 mil and a 40 mil for four players. But they're... At least they're using their money for the right players. Like, you got uh, Vancouver, who's spending all their money on their fourth liners.
0: Yeah, and like, I didn't even... Mention, like, Sven Birch, he's literally buried in the minors, and they also have, like, actually, Ferland, he's doing 3.5, but he's, like, a tough guy. Like, it's a bit expensive, but I'd still – it's not too bad and stuff. Like, but I still see the Canucks, like, winning this series and stuff, so that's who I'd say.
1: Uh, well, for me, I do not think the Canucks win this series. I think Vegas has one the most underrated team in the league. They have M- Mark Stone, who I think is a top five winger easily, yeah. and he is one of the best defensive wingers in the league. Um, they have Max Pacioretty, who in when they have made the playoffs a few years ago, he was really good for them. And I think with the tandem of Flurry and Leonard, I think they they have – and the defense they have with their experience in getting Alec Martinez and they have some other players who've gone on deep playoff fronts. I think they have a really strong team, and their team is too strong for them to lose in the first round. I
0: don't know. I don't know. They lost in the first round last year. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. like, John, we'll, there'll be another cross-checking call, another five-minute major. So, yeah, um, that that i was. just saying, anyone who says that that was rigged, like, that's vague. if you give up four goals in, like, five minutes, then you deserve to lose. Like, I don't care if that was a bad call or something. Like, they deserve to lose. But I'd say the Canucks in this series.
1: I don't know. I, I still – Vegas. I just – I see Vegas going on a deep run this year. I think their team is really good, and they're built for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. they have the best goalie tandem in the league now. I don't know.
0: I feel like Vancouver can upset here. Like. They can, but
1: with uh, Fleury, he's gone to the Cup. He has that experience. I just I think we should go on Vegas this one, and then we can go like with you next time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess
1: Vegas. Vegas, and I would say six or
0: seven. Yeah. Okay, well, next series. Next, we have the Oilers against the Stars.
1: Oilers-Stars. Now, this is where it might get a bit tough for the Oilers because the Stars, I really like that Stars team. I think they have really good they have really strong defense they got bishop and kudobin
0: yeah. and
1: pipes and they they don't have the greatest offense their offense struggles but i think if Pavelski can play like he played last year he's too old he's like 36 i know but I, last year he was old and he still had a great season and,
0: and he, that- I put I'd say that the Oilers win this one. Like the Oilers, like the Oilers have really good defense. Like, and not enough people talk about it and stuff. Like, their defense has been really good this year. And like McDavid and Draisaitl, like Draisaitl is at his peak right now. Like, same with like McDavid and stuff. And like also like Yamamoto, like he's been doing really good this year. And if he was playing in the Like this entire year, he would be a candidate for the Calder Trophy. And I'll check it to see if we'll still have his Calder eligibility next year. See?
1: Yeah. Um. Same. I'm gonna go with the Oilers too. I think the the series against the Hawks is a closer series, just because of how the what the who the Hawks have, and with the Stars, there's not really. That you don't, the stars don't have someone like Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane, to who just completely turns on the Jets in the playoffs and goes like insane mode. Um, I think the Oilers take this series in five. Yeah, I do think the Stars have a lot of potential with guys like Gurianov and Hyskinen for years in the future.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, well, actually, Ian Mimoto, he played one too many games. He played 27 games, so next year he won't be eligible for the Calder, which kind of sucks because, like, he had 26 goals. I mean, 26 points in those 27 games and was a plus 17. So, But, yeah, but next, now we're on to the East, and now we have the Leafs versus the Bruins.
1: Okay, well, this – might be a biased opinion for me because I'm a huge Leafs fan, but I think the Leafs have a chance to win this series. Last year, the Leafs would have won the series, but uh, Mike Babcock got completely outcoached. His yeah. systems weren't good enough, and he was throwing the wrong players out, and he wasn't playing Matthews and Tavares and his stars enough.
0: You're know, like I don't know because the thing what I noticed last year in the series is like in the like last year like it, during game six and seven like when it got like in the playoff series, like in the last five minutes that top line would play like four out in the last five minutes and stuff but then and then you just look at the Leafs and they're playing like their fourth line with like three minutes left and it's like you want to win like Matthews like I like he could play 20 minutes a night like he. All these people are amazing athletes, so why don't you just play them? Like, I don't get why. my Like, but Keith, like, he'll be willing to play, like, that, those first two lines. Like, in the last, like, five minutes, those first two lines just be rotating and stuff. Like, yeah, and Matthews you know?
1: had five goals last year in the playoffs in just the first round, and I think he can replicate something like that, and it'll show how – how um how he is as a player and like how can if he's like consistent in the playoffs and stuff and another thing is people like look at the time when Sheldon Keith became the coach and the Leafs were healthy they were amazing they were unstoppable for a few games there and yeah. then they started getting more injuries and they started struggling
0: yeah you know like Barry like, I realized, like, under Keith, he was actually on pace for, like, a 55-point season, like, a full season under Keith. Like, people were saying how bad he was. And stuff. Like, he wasn't really that bad. Like, I feel like if he was with Keith for the entire season, like, people would just say, like, oh, he had, like, a bit of a deal in year, but it wasn't really that bad. But, like, I don't know. I so that like last here.
1: year with McKinnon, if he dominates like that with a player with the Leafs, they could – Take the series, but on the other side, they the Leafs don't really have an answer to the Pasternak-Marchand-Bergeron line, which is a problem. They're gonna need Anderson to like really help them out with that one because uh, what do you play against them? You play Jake Muzzin, Justin Hall, um, and what line? They don't. There's no. There's barely any lines in the league that could stop that line. But, and one of the players that would be able to stop that line is Patrice Bergeron. But he would obviously not. He's on uh,
0: that one. I know. i just say that the Leafs will win this.
1: Yeah, I think this is the Leafs' year. And if they don't, I think there and, could be a riot. Yeah. A first-round riot. And Hubis <laughs> could be fired.
0: Yes, yeah, so p- people like go to Dubis's house and like burn it down. Now yeah. there's no way they're firing Dubas. He like just got high. Okay, well, next, next yeah, we have mm, the Islanders against Tampa Bay. I'd say Tampa Bay here. I think
1: Tampa Bay easily wins this game in four.
0: Yeah, Tampa Bay. Like they pro. Like they were doing. Like I- they wouldn't have caught – the Bruins, but they had a really bad start this season. But since then, like they were really good stuff, and yeah, it was like one of the best ball around like teams in the league. I say that I win that series.
1: Yeah, I would say that too. Um, Tampa has the best offense in the league, and they're just really—they're a really great team. Last year, they got caught off guard, and that was not good. But
0: yeah, you know, and also last year what happened was like I feel like also a lot of the players just got tired and just like sort of ran out of gas. But they just had like they are gonna have like five months to refuel and stuff and just like yeah. train, so yeah. They're well, gonna
1: I- need uh they're gonna need Vasilevsky to keep up the goaltending he's been doing this year because he faltered in the playoffs last year, which wasn't good for them. Um yeah, uh just Tampa Although Tampa didn't do very well against the Islanders this year in the regular season, they lost. Islanders won 5-2, 5-1, and then lost 3-1. And I think for the Islanders to win this series, they're going to need their defense to be incredible. It's going to need to be perfect. Perfect, and they're going to need Barzal to step up in a huge way And I just don't see that happening. I think Varlamov runs out of gas at the end of first round. Before the first round, I mean. And I think Tampa takes it in four.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, next over here, we have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Capitals. Rematch of last year.
1: Rematch of last year. And this year, I think it's Washington's time. I think Washington will be ready for the the Kings this year. Even though I love their team, the Kings, I just I think it will come down to whether or not Braden Holtby plays like he did most of this year. Because people don't realize he finished bottom five in the league in save percentage. He had a very bad year.
0: Yeah, and well, that that begs the question: like, will they start Holtby or Samsonov? Because I feel like what they'll do is. They'll start Hopi, but they'll put him on a very short lease. Like if he gives up like three goals, like they're Yankee women playing Samson on ends so. yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. Like Hopi if he was on a worse team, his record would be bad. His stats would be bad. He could be even sent to the minors. Like he had a worse year than Bobrovsky. Yeah,
0: yeah. His save percentage was 897. His goal uh, his against Alex is against him because like three eleven. I know that, like those stats don't really show everything, but the thing is like on a good fit, like they should show something. Like on a, if you're on a good team like the Capitals are, your safe percent should be like at least like nine oh five, and that's like on the low end. If it's yeah. anything under that, then you had a bad year.
1: I think if you're playing on the Capitals, you should be at least nine ten nine eleven, like yeah. that. That team is amazing. John
0: Carlson
1: had an incredible year. He got a great defense. He got good offense, led by Ovi and Backstrom, and they have depth. Vran is very underrated, and I think Washington takes this series in six.
0: Yeah, and Kuznetsov can do cocaine to make himself be better.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so next is Penguins Flyers.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Battle of Pennsylvania. This will be an interesting series. Battle of
1: Pennsylvania. Well, for this one, I think people, I've seen all these people saying the Flyers are going to make it to the conference finals. The Flyers are going to make it to the finals. All that stuff. And I just think, yeah, they're a great team, but I, I don't know. Like they have, they have good, but they're. I don't think they're good enough to beat a team like Tampa, Boston, Washington. I think they can beat Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's players are getting older, and even though Crosby and Malkin are still amazing, you got players like Giroux, Couturier, Konechny's get like getting much better. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how Hart will do in the playoffs. But we've seen a rookie goaltender win the cup and do amazing. And that was Matt Murray a few years ago.
0: Yeah, Biddington like, like, last year. Cam Ward did it. Like, it's happened a lot. So,
1: Yeah, like, that could happen. Um, I think Philadelphia is good depth. They're going to need – I don't know what the hell happened to Ghost this year, but they're going to need him to at least play, like, decently because he's got they're going to get rid of him they could like yeah, buy not out. Buy
0: him out.
1: he had a great year last year or two years ago and then this year he sucks and he could have been sent down to the minors he
0: did he got sent down to the minors for like three games and was like healthy scratched and stuff like yeah, yeah he only played 42 games and he was injured for a bit but he wasn't injured for that long. Like I think he, like I'm um, on his, like he got scratched and stuff. You know, like he just done like an all around like really bad. You know?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think, I think Philly will take this series in six also, and I think the Penguins dynasty, not even the dynasty, they're. Run, ex- run of success is over, and I don't think they make it to the second or third round anymore until they do a rebuild.
0: Um, I don't think I don't think that they, you should you can do a rebuild when you have like Crosby and Malkin because like yeah. the thing with Crosby is he can take some random like AHLers and turn them into a sixty point guy. It's like this tweet. It's like like. The Penguins always have some like random guys that you never heard of, and they're just like playing with Crosby and just get like forty goals, you know. But, yeah.
1: That's yeah. True. But
0: yeah,
1: they get Jake yeah. Gensel back for this round. They'll have him back, but I I don't think it'll be enough.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, next we are on to the second round. Or, well, not the second round, but yeah, the second round we're now. We have the Blues against
1: the Oilers. Well, another series where the Blues will run over another team. Yeah. And I think the Blues will be easy, will be able not easily, but they'll be able to shut down McDavid and Drysel well enough that they can win the series. Yeah if you put Ryan O'Reilly? on that cut with against that line i think they'll be able to at least partially shut them down and limit their offensive chances and i don't think the Oilers have enough enough forward depth to really do anything
0: yeah like the blues they're like a really strong like we've already seen like what they can do last year and so and they're they're an example of a team that's built for the playoffs like they're big like they can score but they don't need a score to win like they can easily out muscle a team and win like two one and stuff they're better they like the example of a new school team it's like you know physical and stuff but they can still score and
1: get- yeah um, I think I think they it just it just they're, they're the same team basically as last year and last year they won the cup and I don't see them do Doing any worse than at least the conference finals because they're too good to, to not make it there.
0: Yeah, well, now
1: how we're saying this after they were in last place in yeah. January last year, they, they could win back to back cups.
0: Yeah, well, next we have the Avalanche versus Vegas. Okay, and
1: this, this one is a tough series. Um. I like both of these teams. I think it'll come down to whether or not Ranton and Orlando's cog get injured in the playoffs.
0: I don't think they will. They've already had their share of injuries for the that'll
1: happen, but it or if Kadri and those guys will come back and struggle and be bad. Maybe they win one round. They don't do well in the next round. I, I don't know. I think
0: i think I'd say the Avalanche, though. Like, I just feel like the Avalanche are a really good team. that, Like, they have Kyle McCarlick, and they're just going to get better because they're on their weird team where they're a cup contender, and they also have one of the best prospects who was in the league. Like, the Avalanche will be a really good team for years to come. And I think that they can get this series. Yeah, I, I really like Vegas. I really
1: like their team, but I think it's – I just – I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to be a toss-up. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to seven games, and I think it comes down to whoever's stars play better.
0: Yeah. But I think that the Avalanche, if it comes down to star power, then I think that that's where the Avalanche has the edge. So I'd say that they would win the series. Yeah, I think
1: I'll have the, I think I have the Avalanche winning game seven, close game. But yeah, I'm going with Avalanche too. And
0: okay, well, now we're on to the East, where we have the Leafs against Tampa.
1: Okay, so for this one, the Leafs are kind of like Tampa. They're they're very similar teams, except the Leafs have a weaker offense. Um, the Leafs did do better than Tampa this year. In the in the first
0: round. Yeah, but. The thing is, with Tampa, like, they're going to be hungry. Like, last year, like, yeah. they know what it feels like to be defeated. Like, they have a chip on their shoulder. And, I know, although I'm a Leafs fan, I still think that Tampa will win the series. Same.
1: But, I, think, I think the Leafs.
0: And think- Tampa, like, you could – like, they definitely overpaid, like, at the trade deadline. So, yeah. But they bought what they needed. Like, they knew what – like, after last year, they knew what they needed to – for playoff success, like they got some good grit, you know, like they got like Goudreau and like, not like Johnny Goudreau, but, like Barkley yeah. Goudreau, and, like Blake Coleman, like they. In
1: my opinion, those moves they did, they completely overpaid. The the Devils got more for Blake Coleman than they did for Taylor Hall, like it, in my it was a terrible deal for Tampa, except it wasn't because they filled their needs up, and I think they're they're a cup contender. And I don't think you catch them off guard this year. I don't think you do. I think they're, I think they're gonna beat the Leafs, and I think they win it in six six games probably six yeah. or seven, only mm-hmm. because the Leafs and Tampa are a similar team. They both have really strong offenses, good offensive depth, except Tampa has better defense and more experienced players.
0: Yeah, and their goaltending, like. Like they have the edge on goaltending too, so that's why I say Tampa.
1: Yeah.
0: But next, we have the Caps and the Flyers.
1: Caps and the Flyers. Again, I like Washington, but how far you get, how far they get, relies on their goaltending. And I don't know. he's definitely not good enough. I don't think he's going to be good enough to make to do this for them. And I don't think Samsonov. Is is ready yet to to do something like this where they get them where he gets them a series win? Um, I think the Flyers will take this this series in six or possibly seven, depending on the goaltending or if Ovi, and Ovi goes like becomes, in, like boosted Ovi and scores like a million goals.
0: Yeah, but. Yeah, I'd say Flyers too.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Flyers and six. Yeah, because I don't I don't trust their the Washington's goaltending. I don't trust Samsonov yet for something like this, and I certainly don't trust Hopi anymore with how he's been doing this year. It's horrible. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, next it's the conference finals. Now we have. The
1: Blues against the Avalanche. Blues Avalanche. Um, uh, Blues Avalanche, I think this is tough, but I think I'm going to give the edge to the Blues. I think they're a better overall team. And yeah, I think they're the better overall team. And I just think that they should, they're they're just built for the playoffs, and they're gonna they're gonna make it to the Stanley Cup Finals because.
0: You know. I know I have the Avalanche. Like I just feel uh, like av- like the Avalanche can win it. Like McKinnon, he can carry his team, but he doesn't have to. Like they got cadre like that, you know, and stuff. Like they got what they needed to to win, and I feel like the Avalanche can win the series. Okay,
1: yeah. Um, whew. I'd say this is a six or seven game series, but I'm still going with the Blues for the sake of they have the better rounded out team and they're built for the playoffs. And I, I don't, I just, what, what would you say?
0: I don't know. I just feel, I just have a really good feeling about the Avalanche this year. And I just feel like they can, be a real a contender and stuff like last year was sort of like you know like certain sort of like the first year of them being good and this year I think that they can take a big they took a really big step like Kale McCarr he was amazing like Burakovsky was their third leading scorer this year like he only played 58 games like no one talks about him but he still was like their third leading scorer and he also has a pretty good two-way game like
1: yeah, it's probably more attributed to Nathan McKinnon. but I think yeah, maybe the Avalanche would take it. I think seven games probably would have to be, but yeah.
0: Yeah, All right. Well, now the other conference finals we have Tampa versus the Flyers,
1: and I think Tampa takes this. Um, I think T- Tampa's on a mission. They're on a mission, and yeah. I think the Flyers, they have a long window. So does Tampa. But theirs is gonna slowly close because they're gonna lose players because of the the cap problem.
0: Yeah, they're Uh, already gonna have some this offseason with like Sorelli, like really underrated, but he's like the problem he was probably Tampa's best center this year.
1: Yeah, um, so I think Tampa takes this one in five or six. Um, I think Philly, Philly, when Hart will get a little better, Sandheim will get better. Maybe Goss bear gets better. Connect, Canuck, me will be getting better. Hag, you still got him. He's very underrated. Um, but I just Tampa's Tampa's on a mission, and they have a really good team, and I just think Tampa takes this series.
0: Yeah mean, all right, well now we have the finals. Avalanche versus Tampa.
1: And for me, I'm gonna go with Tampa again. Um I look, the Avalanche, Nathan McKinnon, he's a really good player. They have a really good team, but they they're they're not Tampa. Tampa has a top three goalie in the league, the top offense in the league, and a really good defensive core. And this this is their year because this is probably the last year they're gonna have some of their players. They're gonna to have to give up, like they're gonna to have to lose one of the one two of their good, really good players. And I, I'd see Tampa winning this series. Yeah,
0: me so, too. Like, like as much I've been back as I've been backing the Avalanches the entire time. I feel like Tampa, like they've already got the experience. Like sort of, like sort of like the Oilers. It was, we're in like the 80s where like they lost, like they've already got the like I, yeah, I also see the Tampa winning it. So,
1: yeah. okay, so if Tampa winning the cup,
0: yeah, okay, well, now do you, you think that we've got enough time to awards predictions too, or should we end it here?
1: Um, I think we could we should we could predict a few awards like uh, Vesna Hart, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, speaking of awards, Nick Robertson recently won the CHL Sportsman of the Year, like Leafs Prospect.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Nick Robertson, the defenseman.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah, that's really good for him. He's had like he had an incredible year this year, and he's on a, a Peds team that wasn't very good last year. They were a bottom team, and he was on pace for over 60 goals, so...
0: Well deserved. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only thing I'd say about it is is like if you've ever gone on a sports article and you read the comment section, like it's always like so like anti leaps and stuff. Like it's fine, kind of, like funny. But like literally they're talking about Nick Robertson. Like he literally won CHL, like player of the year. He's only like 19 years old. He led the entire CHL in goals. Like he, was, he had like the third best like goals per game of like all time and stuff. And since, like, the – or, like, since, like, the 80s when people want like, 100, like, 70 goals regularly. And everyone in the comments is like, oh, like, Nick Robertson's going to be such a Boston star. It's like – Yeah, this
1: this is a player that should have gone in the top 15 probably, maybe even top 10. But, I mean, you can't really base it off one year. So, we'll see (laughs) if he makes the Leafs roster next year. And he is in the playoffs with them this year,
0: so. Yeah, he could – like, he could make the Leafs' playoff roster. And and because the Leafs, like, they do have a bit of a gap on left wing. So, I feel like he could, if he starts really well on, like, the third line, he could move up the second line play with, like, Tavares and stuff. And if he does, he can be really good. But, yeah, so now let's get to the awards prediction. So, first, let's, ha- let's go the Hart Trophy MVP.
1: Okay, for me, Hart. I I think, in my opinion, the three nominees should be McKinnon, Panarin, and Hellebuck.
0: I think I, I think you kind of just have to throw Drysaddle in there just to please all the people who are like, oh, he got like the most points. And he kind of does deserve it. Like, normally, like most points, they should at least get a nominee and stuff. And he was really... So I'd at least give Drysaddle a nomination.
1: Oh, but who would you nominate him over?
0: Probably Hellebuck. I'd probably... And, like, goalies don't – know, like, if you're going to at least get a nomination for Hart Trophy as a goalie, like, you have to be amazing. And Hellebuck was, but I don't know. I just feel like I'd probably go McKinnon, Kinnear, and all.
1: Okay. Well, who do you see winning it? Because I, I think Nathan McKinnon should win this award.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think – I think Panarin, like, he was so good for the Rangers. Like, every, like a lot of people were saying after he signed that big deal, like, oh, it's going to be such a bad deal. Like, he's going to be so ba- bad. Like, he's not worth that much. And he's proved everyone wrong. Like, he was so good this year and stuff. Like, without him, there's no way the Rangers even come close to making the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I, I would say the same thing about McKinnon, and except McKinnon had less help. He had kill McCard, 20 games of Landis Cobb, 30 games of Rantanen, and that's really it. Kadri got injured. Um, like, all their players got injured except for him, and he's carried that team on his back all year. Um, I think it's okay if we have separate uh, opinions. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, you're
0: with yeah. you Maybe second for me.
1: And personally, I think Drysettle is going to win it because that's what hockey writers do. So, yeah.
0: well, next, the Vesna. This is an easy pick. Hellebuck for sure. If you, yeah, hellebuck. Barstool. Like, for, they said, like, like Jake Allen, like, for the, they said, like, Tukarask, Jake Allen, Anton Kudobin for the finalists. And it's like, like, two of those three are backup goalies. Like, yeah, they're
1: backups, and Rask is like a 60-40 goalie. He doesn't play that much, and he plays in front of a top three defense in the league.
0: Yeah, I'd so. still put Rask as a finalist, though. Like yeah. Unless i probably go, like, mm, Hellevac, Rask, and then maybe, like, Vasilevsky. He was pretty good. Yeah, he was really good. Because
1: even though they have strong defenses, they're still a top goalie. But I see Hellebuck winning it because if you compare the defenses, you got Josh Morrissey, Neil Pionk, and a bunch of bottom pairing players. And compared to like Chara, McAvoy, Krug, Carlo, and uh, Hedman, um, strong, not Strongman, uh Shattenkirk, like, this is –
0: McDonough, like
1: – Yeah, you can't, you can't compare those defenses because one is – it's not good. You've got Neil Pionk who had a career year, but it's aside from that, their defense isn't very good.
0: Yeah. Hellebuck
1: got that team to the playoffs. If they didn't have Hellebuck, they're not making the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well, next, the uh, Norris. And for the Norris, I'd probably say Roman Yossi. He was really good. Like I know that Carlson got a whole bunch of points, but Yossi was a lot better defensively, and also he had less help and stuff. Like he would, like he really emerged as a top like three D in the league this year. So I'd say he wins it. But for the finalists, I'd probably have Carlson, and then I don't know Hamilton got injured, but he was still like really good. So I'd probably put Dougie Hamilton there too.
1: Um, yeah, I'd agree with you on the Yossi thing. I think he should definitely win Norris. He was the the best defenseman in the league this year. And Carlson, great. He had an amazing point. But like you said, Yossi is more defensively responsible and has way less help. Um, I think uh, the finalists should be Carlson and maybe Hamilton. But... I don't know, because of his injury. Maybe you could do Slavin, too. Yeah, I was thinking Slavin, too, who is very underrated. He's by far the best defensive defenseman in the league. And, yeah, so on to the next one.
0: Next, we have the Selkie best defensive forward. And for this one, I'd probably have to say uh, Sean Couturier, I'd say. He had a really good year and stuff, so... Um yeah, I think I
1: would go Mark Stone. Um I think the not I think I would have Bergeron, Couturier, and Stone as nominees, but I just think Marsh Stone, very underrated player, and he has a very good defensive game. He's a very strong defensively, good two-way forward, and he's I, I just I, I love Couturier. Couturier a great player, but I don't, he's not as, I don't think he's as good as Stone. Like, Stone, he,
0: he was really good. Yeah. All right, well, next, the Calder Trophy. This is basically, like, a coin flip. Like, you know, and, you know for this, I'd probably have to go with Capo Caco. No, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh,
1: come on. I think I'm leaning more to the uh, Ilya Mikheyev side.
0: Yeah. He
1: He actually had a better season than the
0: top three picks, but... Yeah, well, yeah, but I'd probably... No, but for this, I'd probably say Kale Makar. Like, really? Like, people that say that, like, Quinn Hughes played not... Like, none of them played on the penalty kill and stuff. Like, Quinn Hughes had a better role, but that's also just because the Avalanche had a lot better blue line, so he didn't need... So Makar didn't need to have, like, as big of a role and stuff, and, like, the, like uh, the, like really, if McCarr didn't lose, didn't like get injured, like this wouldn't really be that much. Like yeah. it would be the picture. Be because McCarr would have had more
1: points, and he had a better season. And mainly, only people's arguments for why Quinn should win it is because he had more points. But that's only because McCarr got injured.
0: Yeah, and also. Like, People say that Quinn Hughes is better defensively, but I don't really say that he's that much better defensively and stuff. Like, I'd say, that, like, if you could choose one, Hughes would get the edge, but I'd say, uh, like, there, it's not really as big of a gap as people make it up to. So be. Yeah, that's why I... Macar?
1: Do you mean Macar? Do
0: you mean Yeah. Okay, well, next, we have um, the, the, first, next, the Jack Adams. So, Best coach, but really, like the Jack Adams basically just goes to whichever team was the biggest surprise and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, Jack Adams like this is a tough one. I don't know I might have to say Dave Tippett of the Oilers. Like he was really good. Like there's a reason why this was the year that the Oilers made the playoffs. Like last year, Drysdale was also good. Like he you got know, like 50 goals and over a hundred points and stuff. But he, like, in a defensive system, like, he's really turned the Oilers around from a team that doesn't really know their identity to a solid, like, contender, so.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, another coach who I think should be considered is uh, uh, Barube. Even though um, he's on the Blues, who's an incredible team, like, I, I still think, like, they're, they're not there without him. Look what happened last year. They were doing bad, and they they got much better. And I, look, most of that was from Bennington, but also Brube had a huge impact on that, and I think he should be nominated. I agree with you that Tippett should win,
0: though. Yeah, and then also for my other one, I'd also put Torts as a nominee. Like Columbus, like, like everyone, like if not Tippett, I'd probably like say Torts ports like Columbus like they lost like their best players and stuff and then they just still managed to be good and stuff like yeah
1: like a really a really um like even though they have probably the the most underrated players in the league like Dubois um strand, yeah but i still think they're they're not there without John Tortorella and he could even win them the series against the Leafs
0: yeah like you know, like for the Leafs, Columbus here, like yeah, you're right. Like Columbus could very easily win that and stuff. And um, yeah, that's what.
1: Okay, well, um, we could do the Con Smythe.
0: No, well, Con Smythe, you can't really do it for the playoffs. I think that that will be it for this episode. Now, if you're listening, thank you for listening. This is the first episode. If you liked it, go and wa- go and continue to watch it, like follow it, and everyone, thanks for listening and goodbye.